Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, uh, yes. Thanks for joining us here on Rabot Co. Cantrell and Co. this week. Zach Cantrell filling in for Louis Rabot, who's getting a much deserved vacation throughout this week. And I really appreciate everybody who's sticking with us throughout the week. Those of you texting in, 437-9680. Uh, we really appreciate everybody tuning in. Tanner Brudemesto behind the ones and twos. He's part of the co. You're also part of the co, as we know. So keep those texts coming in. Uh, texter Jerry doesn't need to worry because if Kenny wins for the last four of the last five, Ohio State or Alabama will hire him as the replacement coach, and I will just end any sort of association with Ohio State if that happens. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bob. <laughs> Do not put that evil on me. Uh, it will just be so obvious to, as to what a great coach he is, right? <laughs> the, the, the only job that Kenny Payne will be getting is the UK assistant coaching yeah. Oh, yeah. job, He's right? Going, yeah, he'll just go back. There's to no other place that's like, hey, yeah, we should bring him in. Like, eh. no, it's going to be UK being like, ha good job, Kenny. You did a great job, man. Oh, he's a plant. Oh, he's a plant. <laughs> he I, couldn't do a better job being a plant growing, if he tried. Growing up in, uh, around Boston, I used to go to a lot of Red Sox games, and I remember in, like, 2008, the Red Sox, they just won the World Series, and then it was an off year, and we signed uh, the reliever, Eric Gagne. Eric Gagne. What an, oh yes, I remember. God. He had the saves record at one point. Yes, he did. And we we nabbed him and all this stuff. And then he just was awful for us. And I remember it was a big thing outside of Fenway Park was like the people that selling stuff on the street was a big thing was uh, bumper stickers. And one was Gagne's Yankee spy. And every time <laughs> you or anytime I see Kenny Payne, like after a loss and he's smiling and hugging and shaking hands with the other coach. It always reminds me of that bumper sticker, and I'm like, KP is a UK spy kind of thing. I mean, it would explain everything it would, it perfectly, makes, wouldn't it? it? It really would. It really would. Uh, four three seven nine six eighty. Keep those texts uh, coming in. We've got more to get into. We'll get into some national conversation in the basketball world. UConn losing uh, last night against Creighton in dominant fashion. And then NCAA football video game talk. We're doing that over the last segment or so. But it's time for our weekly Wednesday segment, Bologna or Salami. Hit get it, Get out your mustard, kids. It's time for Bologna or Salami. All right, you ready, Zach? Yeah, turn that music down just a little bit. Get it to... There we go. There we go. go. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, so we'll start it off staying in the same uh, topic of college basketball. One of the top five college basketball teams right now, we got UConn, Houston, Purdue, Arizona, and Tennessee. Yeah. One of those five teams will be winning the national championship. 
I'm going to have to go with Salami right now because I think there's a pretty clear gap between UConn, I still think, is the best team in the country, last night notwithstanding. I don't really put a ton of stock into losing a, to a top 15 Creighton team, especially when they're hitting everything from the three-point line. Uh, Houston, metrically, now is as good as anybody because they've got as many quad one wins as UConn and Purdue do, and they just don't have the they don't have a loss outside of quad one like UConn and Purdue. That defense is amazing, that, too. They suffocate people defensively. Arizona's the team that I'm probably the least confident in just because of their uh, lack of tournament success. I know they were a one seed a couple years ago, and last year they were a two seed, but they lost earlier than they should have. They lost to Houston in the Sweet 16 two years ago, and then last year losing to Princeton in the first round. Tommy Lloyd is a very good coach, deserved that contract extension. I think he's another guy who's going to get extensions or get raises by being linked to other jobs such as Louisville. I just need to see him do it in the NCAA tournament. Purdue... I don't really know what to make of them. Purdue. <laughs> Purdue is, look, Zach Eady is probably the player of the year again in college basketball, but most of his skills just revolved around him being tall. Yeah. Let's be honest. Purdue is a better shooting team this year than they've been in recent years, so I'll give them uh, more of an opportunity to, to win games with their backcourt. I think they are a better team than they were last year when they were a one seed. I don't want to say by default, but there really wasn't that fourth dominant team last year, so they got the one seed because they won the Big Ten regular season and Big Ten tournament. I think this is a better version of Purdue. It wouldn't surprise me if they got to the Final Four, but we've said that so many times about Matt Painter's teams, and until I see it happen, I'm not going to count on it. Tennessee's another team that famously struggles in the NCAA tournament. Rick Barnes is a very good regular season coach, not a great tournament coach. But I'm going to say Salami on this because I think UConn and Houston, I think, are clearly the two best teams in the country. If I'm going to put anybody outside of those two, I think Kansas is probably the least is the most likely one, but they've struggled to see on the them road. Not top five. Yeah, that's because at Allen Fieldhouse they're the best team in college basketball, but away from home they haven't really been all that good this year. They did beat Oklahoma on Saturday. All right, next up, we're going to the NFL draft. All right. As we know, the Bears got the first overall pick from that trade with the Panthers. Yeah. They will be picking Caleb Williams and trading away Justin Fields. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I think it's going to. I think it's salami. I think they are going to pick Caleb Williams because there's just been too much smoke around at Justin Fields on Fall with the Bears on Instagram. I just saw that too. I think Justin Fields is better than people think. I think he's not been put in a good position. His offensive line's not been great. The Bears receiving core, you know, Darnell Mooney can't catch cold barefoot in Alaska. <laughs> DJ Moore is a good receiver, but outside of that, those guys are Joe Schmoes. Guys are just <laughs> off the street that should be working at a FedEx somewhere, What's, not working for the Bears. Can you repeat what you just said about? Mooney, he can't catch what in Alaska? He can't catch a cold barefoot in Alaska <laughs> in February. All right, so with that said, I do think where do you pick- think Fields gets traded to? I think that's harder to, to quantify. I'll tell you a team to watch for is the Falcons because Atlanta right now... Georgia boy, too. Yeah. Do you feel cre- Do you feel comfortable with Desmond Ritter as your starting quarterback? Because I really don't. And I think with the talent that they have there, you know, as I mentioned, the wide receiver concerns that Justin Fields has with the Bears, that would end if he goes to Carolina because or to Atlanta because you've got Drake London, you've got Kyle Pitts, and then you've got B. John Robinson as a multi-talented backfield. Can you imagine Justin Fields and B. John Robinson running kind of a read option? And oh, just, it'd be terrifying. Yeah. B. John Robinson, by the way, with Arthur Smith no longer there, is a much better... Uh, I, B. John Robinson is going to be put in a better position, I think, to succeed without Arthur Smith. And so I'm going to say salami that they will pick Caleb Williams. I just think his talent is too immense. Too many people are comparing him to Patrick Mahomes. I'm not ready to go there yet. But Caleb Williams is an unbelievable talent. And I think the Bears, after three years, want to start over. Typically, you know... I say after year two, you start to know. But by the end of year three, you really know if your quarterback situation is going to work. 
and I just don't think it's going to work with Justin Fields in Chicago. I think Justin Fields will work somewhere else. I just don't think it's happening with the Bears. So I think they do pick Caleb Williams. I just had intern Max, a Falcons fan, text us saying, are you guys talking about Desmond Ritter? And then he just called him a terrorist. So there's that. Anywho. Next up, the Dodgers, after signing what seemed to be everyone in free agency, they will be raising the World Series trophy at the end of the season. Man, I'm going to go baloney only because I think... They're so good. Yeah, they are so good. But the Dodgers have been so good for the last decade, and they only have one World Series to show for it, and that was the COVID year in 2020. I mean, last year they Imagine won... if Blake Snell just stayed Blake in. Blake Snell just stayed in. What, they won like 107 games or something like that last year, and they lost to the Diamondbacks in the first round? Baseball should change their playoff format, by the way, because we saw this last year where pretty much every favorite lost because they all got a week off. And it's so much different having a week off in baseball as opposed to football, because in football you're used to having by weeks baseball of course you play pretty much every single day so i would change the playoff format but you're asking me dodgers of the field i'm almost always going to take the field in the majority of these situations because the braves are still really really good the rangers just won the world series last year they're probably going to be really good again this year uh the astros they're not going away you know trash can banging and everything (laughs) they're not going anywhere the, the Orioles are going to be a year more experienced. They won 100 games last year, but they weren't quite ready for the big stage. I think they might be more ready this year. So How I'm going to go uh, baloney. I think the Dodgers are the favorites, no doubt about it. But I think there's too many other good teams to just automatically go ahead and give them the World Series title. So I'll go baloney. Good answer. Good answer. All right. So we were just on the topic of UK basketball. We will see two plus UK players getting picked in the lottery in this year's draft. Two plus? Two plus. At least two. At least two. I was looking at all the mock drafts and... I just kept seeing Reed and uh, Dillingham. Yeah, so every mock draft I've seen, you're, you're right. I, I think Reed is going to be a lottery pick. I think Rob Dillingham is going to be a lottery pick. Who gets picked first? Ooh. I'm going to say Rob. I think Rob's game actually translates more to the NBA than Reed's. Uh, right. He's been, let's see, this mock draft has him going sixth to the Grizzlies. Reed is going eighth to the Houston Rockets. Al Filipowski is a top 10 pick. I, I don't see that. <laughs> he, he hasn't been all that great this year. I'm going to say Salami. I think at least two go in the lottery. I think there's the potential for somebody to fall in love with Bradshaw or Justin Edwards. I don't think that's going to happen. But, I mean, how many times have we seen in the past where Calipari guys have not necessarily had great college careers, but people fall in love with potential? The NBA does this more than any other league. They like potential more than substance. The NFL doesn't really draft people based on what they think somebody can can be as much as they pick based on what they've seen them do in three years in college. So I realize it's not exactly the same situation, but I think definitely at least two guys are going to be lottery picks for this Kentucky team. I think they're going to have three to four first round picks and then I still think Reeves gets drafted. I think somebody takes a chance on Reeves. Somebody might take a chance on uh, in the Big lottery C. or no, 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 just right. overall. But I'm going to say at least two go in the lottery. So I'll, I'll right. go Salami there. All right. Sounds good. And then final one. The All Star for the East, or the coach for the East All Stars, Doc Rivers. He will still be the Bucks coach next season. Baloney, no way. But he's not going to be the Bucks Does coach. He make it to three, the playoffs. They're three and seven in the ten games. And did you hear his interview that he did? He's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Always a great ringing endorsement when the guy you're hiring is asking you, "Are you really sure you want to hire me?" Hey, it's, it's Kenny Payne. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds like someone I know. Yeah, so we we just dealt with that the last couple years. Doc Rivers has taken a, a situation, Adrian. Griffin and I think was the fall guy because he didn't get along with Giannis for whatever reason, but they were 30 and 13 or 
something along those lines. I think they were the second seed in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. And, I mean, this isn't unprecedented because it happened in uh, 2016 with David Blatt. He got fired as a Cavs coach. Tyron Lue comes in. And, of course, the Cavs win the NBA championship. I don't think that's happening with the Bucks this year. Damian Lillard, I know he won the three-point shootout. Damian Lillard can't defend you and me. Giannis is a great player, but outside of that, there's nobody on this team that I trust. And I'm just waiting for the playoffs. Is Doc Rivers going to blow another lead, or do you think he's even going to be able to have a lead <laughs> in the get, playoffs? Yeah, yeah oh. that, I think that's the bigger question. Doc's not going to be the coach next year of the Bucks. I think he's going to end up probably going back to television, or maybe he'll finesse somebody into hiring him. By the way, has anybody ever benefited – from one championship more than Doc Rivers because if, if 08 never happens he's the biggest underachieving coach in NBA history is he not I, I think he still he is. still might be he still might be to this day like Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce Ray Allen have carried Doc Rivers and because, Rondo and Ron, Rondo, Rondo as well Rondo team. really started to come on around 08 Doc Rivers in his playoff history he's what in 2009 he had a 3-2 lead against Orlando and lost 2010 3-2 lead against the Lakers in the finals lost 2012 3-2 lead against the Heat lost now i don't hold that one against them because they should have never had a 3-2 lead to begin with that was lebron (laughs) that was lebron uh they flew winnable series in 14 against the thunder 15 they were up 3-1 against the rockets and james harden was benched in game six and they had a 19 point lead and they lost that might be the worst dot collapse of all of them and then we've seen what's happened the last couple years 2020 of course the 3-1 bubble collapse against uh, Denver. I just feel bad for Austin Rivers, man, because you got J.J. Redick ripping on his dad, and then it's like, all right, Austin, what do you think about his comments? Like, uh, well, my dad's a grown man, so he can handle this himself, like all this stuff. And I, was, I feel bad for that guy. Texter, NBA teams in first or second place, firing their coaches and getting worse is just hilarious to me. It's so funny. I don't think there's a sport that coaches matter less than I the was, NBA. I think, like, say what you want, I think LeBron, like, kind of ruined, like, the head coach position because it's just like now you got Giannis being like ah, I can't do it with this guy like get him out of here I yeah. feel like I feel like the only thing or the reason why that happened was Adrian Griffith went up to Giannis and was like yo we got to talk about Theonis's minutes right now yeah your brother's not cutting Giannis, it out yeah Giannis, all right like, get out of here get out. <laughs> Giannis is supposedly like the nicest guy among the superstars in the NBA, too. I mean, it's a cutthroat business. Athletes just, they're waiting for you to crack. And as soon as you crack, you're gone. Oh, you're so You're gone. gone. Uh, Texter, uh, Bradshaw should not have played this season like Shaden Sharp. Yeah. I mean, his draft stock would probably be better if Shaden Sharp didn't play and he ended up getting picked decent in the NBA draft. Yeah, Bradshaw has been a, a significant disappointment. Uh, for this Kentucky team. I'll, we'll talk a couple of things here, NBA. We'll get to college basketball in the next segment and then uh, NCAA video game uh, to wrap it up here on Cantrell & Co. this week, ESPN 680-1057, leading you into the V Show from 12 to 3 and then Roundtable with Round Daddy 3 to 6. So keep it locked here from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. local programming every single day here on ESPN 680-1057 or Monday through Friday, I guess I should say. Um, you see Stephen A's comments about LeBron ruining the dunk contest, which I think is just asinine because... Blasphemous, as, blasphemous. as Stephen just, A would say. That, that, that is blasphemous. I mean, he... He should be banned from for talking basketball. You know, he likes to yeah. say that to Skip Bayless. He should be banned <laughs> from talking basketball, at least for one day. To say that LeBron is responsible for ruining the dunk contest is crazy because it, it's not as though superstars were 
all competing in the dunk contest. It's like saying that. Shaq was like ruined dunking in general. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, he broke too many backboards. I don't like it anymore. What, it's is, like, what? <laughs> LeBron has never been thought of as a one of the best dunkers of all time. He's a powerful dunker, but he's not a guy who's got the finesse yeah. that you would want in an NBA dunk contest. And you know, what would we be saying about LeBron if he had been in the dunk contest and lost? Skip Bayless would be killing him over that instead yeah. of just competing and not competing in the you dunk contest. You call yourself the king? You can't even... Uh, and I you can't win the dunk contest. Like, yeah. The dunk contest, and the other thing about it is it's just too subjective. As we saw, Aaron Gordon should have won two dunk contests, and he's won none because the judges didn't know what they were doing. And what has been the signature dunk contest moment outside of the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon contest in 16? Blake Griffin, since Blake Griffin jumping over a Kia, I guess. <laughs> Dwight Howard throwing the ball in, not actually dunking it with the Superman costume. That didn't age well. Uh, <laughs> Nate Robinson did win three of them. Which oh my Nate God, Robinson I forgot about like, that. Yeah. We all forget about Nate Robinson. He actually was a football player at Washington before he ended up going to the NBA. I remember he had a uh, tryout with the Seahawks yes, after his basketball career. I think that was during the lockout, actually. Oh, yeah, the lockout. That yeah, was remember uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant had a big flag football game, and I think you know there was talk about LeBron trying out for the Cowboys or whatever to be a tight end during LeBron the lockout. LeBron would take one hit or jam his finger through a Tony Romo throw and be like, ah, this is not See, I think LeBron would have been a good tight end if he'd actually – stuck to it because if he, he gets, was getting recruited by everybody if he back gets then. hit though now no way yeah no well not now i oh, mean yeah. if he would have chosen football back in 2002 2003 he might have been the best tight end of all time and i'm not just over exaggerating i mean he's six foot eight he would have been the ultimate red zone threat of course you remember those old commercials he's like uh i'm signing him with the cleveland browns baby and then he's like blocking field goals and catching <laughs> everything and it was all a dream because he's sitting there in the the locker room so wait, who is his football team now? Did he did he go to the Rams? Because I remember he was a Browns fan when he was with the Cavs. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh no, I've always been a Cowboys fan." He's always been a Cowboys fan. All that, right. that's been pretty consistent. I he, didn't know if I mean, he changed. No, I mean, I love some lo- people just have multiple teams. Uh, Texer Jacob to- Toppin got hosed this year, and I'll die on that hill. You're not wrong. Jalen Brown getting in the finals was a joke. Yeah, he dunked over. A sitting Kai Sinet. Kai Sinet's like five foot four, yeah. I think. Vince Carter dunk contest, the greatest, not even close. No question. Vince Carter, that that's the signature moment. If you're looking for a signature moment in the history of the dunk contest, everybody remembers the Michael Jordan free throw dunk, but Julius Irving did it before Michael Jordan. We've never seen anything close to what Vince Carter did in 2000. He did one dunk, and he did the it's over, and he was right. Who did the, uh, I know it's not up there with Vince Carter, don't get me wrong. Uh, who did the, uh, he had a cupcake on the rim. Gerald he went Green. to go dunk and he like blew out the cupcake with the candle. Gerald on it. Green. That was awesome. Yep. That was very, very funny. Uh, that's more creative than jumping over a car. Like Yeah. That yeah. that's the problem with the dunk contest is we just at this point, everything has been done. Like what what are we what's a new dunk that somebody's gonna come up with that captivates everybody unless somebody just can jump from mid court, fly in the <laughs> air and dunk. Uh, outside of that, what what Why do they just keep bringing up Matt McClung? I, I mean, yeah. I know he's good at dunking. Well, but he won, like, he's won him, so that's why they that. keep doing it, because he wins. But, but it's but, like, all right, get back to the G League. It's yeah. so funny. You're going to get ready to learn G League, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah. They're, oh, so they're talking about the Knicks now, and Stephen A trying to recruit everybody to the Knicks because he wants to see them actually win. They might actually win this year. They're fourth in the East. Jalen Brunson's been pretty good. Ah, the Knicks Kentucky, the of course, has the most all-stars of anybody with seven, and that's praise of Calipari and it's also damning of Calipari because he's they, only one they, more. I think they should have had should have had eight. I think De'Aaron Fox getting snubbed was kind of wild. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox should have I love that it. guy. 
Texter, I see better random dunk contests on TikTok that are better in the NBA dunk contest. Yeah, you're right about that. They they take more chances on TikTok than they do at the NBA dunk contest. Yeah. No question about it. Texter, Jason Richardson had some crazy dunks. Yes, he did. Jason Richardson, former Michigan State Spartan, friend of Louis Rebeau, actually. He actually knows Jason Richardson. Hung out with him in college. So. Wow. How about that? Um, did you see the uh, – it was a, like because Hami Hawkes was in the uh, – in the dunk contest and he dunked over Shaq right there was a home video from when he was like three or four where he's playing on like a little toy hoop and he's like I'm gonna dunk it mom I'm gonna dunk it like Shaq and they made the video with that with him dunking over Shaq that was a that was a cool moment though this year yeah that was probably the best moment of all-star weekend uh dunk uh Texter, the dunk contest should change to a horse-style contest where guys have to repeat dunks see here's what I would do instead of the dunk contest one-on-one Give me the best players playing one-on-one because then you're talking about personal pride. When you're playing one-on-one, I don't care who you're playing against. You want to win. You yeah. that, that is a pride thing, and that is something that you hold over your friends, that you can beat them one-on-one. Or at the very least, if we can't do that because somebody might get hurt, can we do horse? Can we just have the best shooters like Steph Curry? Can we have Dame? Can we <laughs> have would, all those guys do horse? It would just be Curry out of the tunnel just like, yo, watch this. Give me that over Pelting the dunk contest. It into the into the hoop from like... 300 feet away and then everyone being like all right yeah steph you win fine like whatever give me that those guys would probably they would be more fired up to do that than the dunk contest or even the three the three-point contest i think is fine outside of that that's what i want to see i want to see a horse contest or a one-on-one contest have like a bracket of the top 10 players 16 players whatever you want to put in the league and have them do like a little tournament that would be fascinating uh, Texter just shows a picture of for our game tonight. We're bringing back our specialty Adidas hoops uh, uniforms honoring black excellence jerseys. Pretty good look. Not bad. Uh, Texter, I always wanted to see Baron Davis or Latrell Sprewell in a dunk contest. Uh, you probably will see. Uh, Latrell Sprewell would probably have done well in a dunk contest or he might have choked. Can't tell. <laughs> see what I did yeah. there. <laughs> uh, National College Basketball Talk. We do it next. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash careanywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Listening to Rebo and Co. here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. Oh, we've got other programming here on these ESPN Airwaves, ESPN 680-1057. Rebeau and Co., Cantrell and Co., we got you throughout the week. Uh, tomorrow we got Jay Davis and uh, Ben Roberts. We'll also have Jason Entz in studio. How about that? Texting me throughout the day. So we'll have Jason Entz in tomorrow. Catch him and Gandolfo tonight on the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show. Uh, Saturday we've got Louisville baseball in action against St. Bonaventure. Pre-game coverage starts at 1245 over on 93.9 The Ville. Bellarmine basketball starts at 345 here on ESPN 680-1057 as they take on North Alabama and then on Sunday Louisville women's basketball comes back 
to the Yum Center to take on the Cavaliers of Virginia. And I think the women's team actually scores more than the men's team for the most part this year. The pregame starts at 11.30 over on 93.9 The Ville. And other programming, you can uh, check out the Victory Formation Sports Show with Jeff Lightsey Jr. from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Saturday, 93.9 The Ville. High School Hour brought to you by the Cutter Group, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. here on ESPN 680, 105.7. So was, was that a jab at Virginia's men's basketball team? Just a bit. <laughs> I was Have like, you watched them play this year? Oh, I know. I I was blown away when I looked up because I was at my restaurant job last or on Monday, and I saw it was like forty six to nineteen in favor of Virginia Tech, and I was like, "Am I seeing this right?" Yeah. Good. You- good. Good jab, though. I I, I, I was <laughs> laughing at it. All right, Texter, Jordan and Dominique was a great dunk contest robbery. Those are the best. Completely agree. No doubt about it. Dominique was robbed a couple of times against Michael Jordan because they voted for Michael Jordan because of who he is. Uh, Texter, imagine trying to guard Dame one-on-one from half court because that's his range. You say the same thing about Steph Curry. Yeah. Guarding Damian Lowered, I'm sure, would just be an absolute nightmare. Uh, Texter, don't slander Baron Davis. Oh, no, no, no. No slander of Baron Davis here. Baron Davis is one of the most underrated players of the 2000s from an NBA perspective. What he did with those Warriors teams, those We Believe Warriors, uh, the dunk over Kirilenko, still top 10 ever in my mind. Absolutely. That's one of the best in-game dunks of all time. I remember seeing that. I actually jumped out of my seat when I saw it live. Baron Davis is a guy that would thrive in today's NBA. He was born too early. No no Baron yeah. Davis slander out of me. I, I'm, I love Baron Davis. 4379680. Keep the text coming here on Rebo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. I want to get into some national college basketball talk, and we kind of touched on this earlier. Creighton just dominates UConn last night, 85-66. Kind of an easy trap to see coming because UConn just dominated Marquette on Saturday. Creighton's a top 15 team. UConn, by the way, has never won at Creighton. That's still the case. They struggle in Omaha. The Blue never? Jays win. Never. Well, the Creighton hasn't been in the Big East all that long. Oh, true, true, true. They get to their 0-4 yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Uh, 85-66, well, the final yeah, when score. When you say it like that, I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. that makes sense now. Worst loss, or second worst loss ever by UConn when they were the number one team, uh, only behind 1995. They lost to Villanova by 23. Kerry Kittles was on that squad, of course, a member of the New Jersey Nets in the early days of uh, Jason Kidd and Kenyon Martin. Went to a couple of NBA finals. Kmart. Kmart. Oh, yeah. His son's in the NBA, right? I'm not yeah. speaking oh, out of my book. No, he's not. And we'll get to a couple of guys later that make me feel old because they're juniors now. Um, <laughs> Frank, Frank Gore Jr. Is Jameer his... Nelson Jr. hitting a game winner the other Dude. day for TCU. My gosh. I feel old. I'm 23 and I feel old. Come on now. <laughs> don't, 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 don't even. No. <laughs> you don't get to do that. Yet. I can't. I'm sorry. No, no. You still got a few more years before you can do that. Creighton led by as much as 23. Saw their league cut to 10 at one point, but the game never really in doubt. Stephen Ashworth had uh, 20 points, 16 of them in the first half. Creighton made 14 of 28 threes. And in all three losses Connecticut's had this year, teams have shot over 50% from the three-point line. So if there's a formula to beat this UConn team and – their margin for error is greater than everybody else's, I think, by a, a decently wide margin, maybe with the exception of Houston. But if you can shoot over 50% from three, you've got a chance to beat them. UConn was playing their third game in their last seven days. Uh, Dan Hurley just said their body language wasn't particularly all that great. Their 19th straight road loss to a ranked opponent, by the way. The last time they won a road game against a ranked team, Memphis, back in 2014. How about that? Bang. Over 10 years since they've won a road game against a ranked opponent. And they've won two national championships since that time, which is insane to think about. Uh, The big thing in this game, as I've said, Creighton, top 15 team. That's a really good team. Uh, Greg McDermott, I think an underrated coach. That was a perfect spot for Creighton to win that game. UConn, as I mentioned, 
three games in the last seven days. They just dominate Marquette. And when sometimes when you're on top of the world, that's when uh, it comes up and gets you. Creighton's a very good team. Wouldn't be surprised to see them make another run in the NCAA tournament. Last year, they played here and got to the Elite Eight and lost on a foul call against San Diego State. I think they've got the oh talent to do that, that again this year. That was one of the best endings yeah. ever. Baylor Shireman, I think, is one of the best players in the country. You've got uh, Kalk Brenner. This is a veteran Creighton team. Four of their five starters are juniors or seniors. This is a team that's poised to make a run in the NCAA tournament. Did anyone leave from last year from Creighton? I don't think any of their starters left. Yeah. Uh, Texter, yes, I used to be a major Warriors fan because of Baron Davis, but if I say that now, no one believes me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no one believes you. But full credit to you for being a Warriors fan before Steph Curry existed and uh, before they won the title in 2015. So I'll give you that. Uh, Texter, Kerry Kittles is a bad dude with one tall sock, one footy, leg sleeve before it was cool. Yeah, I remember that look. Texter, where did Paige Stojakovic's son end up in college? I remember reading this recently. I believe it was Stanford, if I remember correctly. I'll look that up for you. Real quick, Peja Stojakovic, that's another guy that was ahead of his time. A great three-point shooter. Sabonis is a father. Back yeah. in, like, he, I, I, I read some stuff that, like, yeah. he would have been perfect in yep. today's age because he was, like, a big man that was always shooting threes, and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah, Peja Stojakovic's son, Andrej, I'm not even... Andre and then with a J at the end of it, I'm not going to yeah, bother. But he plays for Stanford. It's like uh, the Chance the Rapper hockey skit. Yeah, that's so true. that's an S, a K, and a J all together. So that's a nope from me. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. But yes, he's at Stanford. I'm not that concerned about UConn losing this game. They're 25 and three, 24 and three, whatever they are now. Their margin for error is still the biggest of any team in college basketball. Donovan Klingon uh, played 12 minutes last night because he had foul trouble. And as I mentioned, it takes a massive shooting night for teams to beat them and that's probably not going to happen on a regular basis where teams are going to shoot over 50 percent from three to beat them Creighton had a stretch yesterday I think from the first the end of the first half to the start of the second half five minutes in they made 12 to 13 shots including I think six for six from three and the wise words of Adam Silver well you scored more points than them so congratulations that's how that works usually <laughs> yeah. Creighton just played an a-plus game yesterday UConn did not. Uh, Tristan Newton is still a, a guy that led them back in the game. They got to within 10. I feel but like Creighton would be a fun place to go watch a game. I feel like I, they yeah. go hard in Omaha. Yeah, that's a small arena, and it's an intimate arena. And I, I would like to go there. Yeah. I, I would like to see a game up there. Uh, first time ever Creighton has beaten a number one team. They're going to move up in the rankings this week. That's a very good team. You're talking about the Big East. Who's the next best team in the Big East? The answer is probably Marquette and then Creighton might be third you might actually flip them now because Marquette got dominated at UConn Creighton beats UConn handily but that's a big story nationally in college basketball yesterday the number one team goes down so we've seen now over the last couple days number two Purdue loses at Ohio State Houston now number two beats Iowa State number six 73-65 it'll be interesting to see next week if Houston vaults UConn into the number one spot or not if you if Houston handles their business this weekend Wait, who does Houston have again? Sorry. Yeah, good question. I, I oh, will look that up. I, thought, I didn't know if you mentioned it. Uh, texter, if KP was coaching Kerry Kittles, I shouldn't say this, but he didn't want to play because of his hands. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you win. You win, Texter. That, that's a good one. That's great. Oh, they have Baylor on Saturday. They have Baylor. Oh, that's going to be a new Baylor, though. Ooh. Ooh. They win that game. They're going to be number one. Because that's a difficult place to win. Uh, Baylor yesterday losing on the road at BYU the Big 12 is just it's like the Pac-12 of football where it's like hey we're like it's like USC they're like yeah we're like 
I think they were top 10 yeah. two years ago, and then Utah just came in, slapped them up and yeah. down. It's, they're just – it's murderer's row. By the way, Baylor, 13-1 and one at home this year. Three big 12 teams have undefeated home records. Houston's 15-0. and 0, Iowa State's 15-0. and 0, Kansas is 14-0. and 0. Houston leads Iowa State by a game in the big 12. Kansas is two games back along with Baylor and Texas Tech. That's the best conference of college basketball. I don't really think it's all that close. I mean, how many teams are going to make the tournament? Houston's going to make it. Iowa State, Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, BYU. That's six right there. TCU, Texas, Oklahoma. Those teams are almost certainly going to make it. Uh, maybe Oklahoma's on the bubble. Cincinnati, 16-9 with a couple of pretty good wins, so I think they've got a chance to make it. So you're looking at you're looking at 10 teams perhaps in the 14-team Big 12 that have a chance. Kansas State on the bubble at 15-11. They've started to slide a little bit. They're only 2-6 and six away from home. You know, Maybe some uh, cold water being dumped on the Jerome Tang to Louisville conversation. But the Big 12 doesn't really have any bad teams. Even West Virginia, they're 9-17, and 17, and I know they're winless on the road, but they probably would be better in a different conference. The Big 12, from top to bottom, is the best conference in the country, and that doesn't even include Arizona's going to come into the league next year. Colorado's been a much better basketball program in recent memory. They're going to come into the Big 12. That is going to be a war. That's going to be reminiscent of the old-school Big East over the next several years or so. The Big 12 is really, really good from top to bottom. Uh, so let's see. Who's your dark horse team to go far in this uh, tournament coming up? Well, it was Creighton. I don't think they're a dark horse anymore. Let's I'm go gonna, down I'm going to go with my, my usual. I think Alabama could do it, certainly. I don't know if Kentucky's a dark horse. No, I wouldn't say they're a dark I don't horse. Think, I feel like I don't you think can Kentucky's go into any march and be like, yeah, UK can win it. I, um, my default answer usually is Michigan State because Michigan State, and they lost yesterday against Iowa. That's not a good loss. Iowa's an average team. Michigan State should not have lost that game. They have enough good wins that I think they'll probably be able to survive it. But Michigan State always seems to be that team that gets seeded 7 through 10, and then they pull off a second round upset against a two seed. And this year's team fits that bill again. So typically that's my default answer. Um, I think I'm going to go. St. Mary's, with, I think, is interesting. I was going to say, I think I'm going to go with the uh, the West the West Coast team, the St. Mary's Gales. Okay. They Same. have a very good defense. They can shoot the ball, lights out. like, And they've just been hot as of late. Yeah. 10-0 in the last 10. They have. Or a 14-game win streak, nonetheless. Yeah, Tech. I think they were able to be gonzaga this year yeah gonzaga's they, they, been, don't, they don't have that big of wins that's the only problem yeah but they can make some noise i think they'll they'll make the tournament but they might as well just go ahead and win a game or two in the west coast conference tournament just to make sure yeah. uh texter speaking of underrated players khalid el amin at uconn was a beast representing the chubby players oh yeah led uconn to the 99 national championship with a he had a gut on him for a point guard but I mean, he was quick enough to get to the basket. Uh, Texter, UConn hasn't beaten a top 20 team on the road since 2014, has two titles in that that time. Yeah, we mentioned that earlier. UConn is the weirdest basketball program because they're either winning championships or they're completely irrelevant. We're not talking about UConn in the top 10, going to the Final Four, the Sweet 16, and building toward winning a national championship. I mean, they've won five titles in 25 years. They've also been banned from the tournament. They've also had a couple of stretches where they missed the tournament for three or four straight years. They hired Kevin Ollie as a head coach, and we all know how well that went. Good luck, Nets. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that, Brooklyn. 
I mean, you talk about one of the most underqualified people to be an NBA head coach. And he's up there with Doc Rivers. <laughs> and Doc has a title. Let's let, let's not go crazy on all the Doc right, Slander. Right, Doc, I'm sorry, Doc's overrated, but he. You know, let's not go crazy. Um, so some of the big games tonight: Florida, Alabama. I find that game intriguing because I mentioned Alabama might be the best offensive team in the country. Florida has cracked into the top twenty-five. That's a team that's was, steadily improved as I, years gone along. If you were looking in here, you could see me going down the top twenty-five, and I was like. Gators? Whoa. All right. Yeah. 24, Todd Gold, right? Todd Golden's done a very good job there, and we've mentioned him for the Louisville job. You know, he's one of those underrated coaches that people may not necessarily have at the top of their list. Todd Golden's done a pretty good job down there and got, got Florida back to relevancy after Mike White really left them without much of a roster. Todd Golden's done a good job. They've shot the ball well from three as of late. They, they were one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the SEC earlier in the season. They've significantly improved in that department. Alabama, though, an eight-and-a-half-point home favorite in that game. That's the only ranked-on-ranked matchup tonight. Duke on the road at Miami. I mean, Miami, if they're going to even be a part of any conversation, they need to to win that game. Illinois on the road at Penn State. Penn State, basketball-wise, I mean, Michael Shrewsbury did a pretty good job with them. Actually won a game last year, but Penn State, as we know, not necessarily a basketball powerhouse. Illinois has been pretty good this year. Uh, Purdue is the best team in the Big Ten. Illinois, I think, is probably the second-best team in the Big Ten. That's another team that goes to the tournament and doesn't really do a whole lot. Brad Underwood's never been to a Sweet 16, even though he was a one seed back in 21. I'm holding on to maybe Rutgers wins the Big Big Ten, and then they could sneak into the tournament. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Uh, DePaul Marquette. Marquette's favored by 25.5. That's like a FBS football game when they're, you know, like an SEC football game on – the second to last weekend of the year when they start playing like Mercer and uh, the Citadel. Remember when uh, F? I mean, I think it was the game that Travis got hurt, but I think they played North Alabama FSU and they were like, yeah, thirty-five point under. Or, or they covered. Favorites. They yeah. were down fourteen nothing. And then yeah, that was the thing. It was like upset alert. They're down fourteen nothing. I was like, wait, what's going on here? And yeah. Then, then I tuned into the game and it was like, oh, they're they're dominating them. It's fine. No, you said, oh, you're a Midwesterner. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You like they say uh, in the Eminem song, "Snap back to reality." Oh, there goes gravity. It depends. If you say, oh, you're from the Midwest. If you say, oh, you're pretty much from everywhere else. Uh, Dayton on the road at George Mason. That's another team that they're intriguing. Anthony Grant, I think, has done a pretty good job with Dayton, and that's a team that can make a run. That's a team that's got good guard play. A team that shoots the ball well from the three point line. But they've had a couple of comeback wins these last few games. So I'd like to see them put together a full. 40 minutes of basketball they're going on the road to face george mason who of course was a ncaa tournament darling back in 06 when they made that incredible run to the final four so there, there's your ranked on ranked matchups of course kentucky lsu is the big ranked game here and we've covered that game at length earlier let's see so tomorrow i think uh, we got Rutgers at purdue so we'll probably talk about that game a little bit tomorrow washington state against arizona washington state's an interesting program first time they've been ranked since tony bennett left to go to Virginia, and they had this guy named Clay Thompson at Washington State. I think he had a pretty decent career in the NBA. Is that right? Four four rings? Four rings? That's one of he, the best shooters of all time? I saw a meme that it was like, if Sabrina, I'm not going to even try. Ionescu? Yes, her. I've had if, practice. If, they, um, if she beat Clay in the three-point contest, he would just go, I got four rings. I got four of them. Because yeah. that's his go-to. Just like whenever anyone talks trash to him, it's just four four right here (laughs) it's pretty good trash talk 
Uh, NCAA football video game. Uh, uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Texter said, is Anthony Grant the same dude from Marshall and Florida? Anthony Grant, I know, coached at Alabama for a couple of years. He might be at Florida. Let me see. I, he was at VCU. I know that. He was an assistant at Florida from 96 to 06. So. Good call back there. He was an assistant at Marshall in Florida. But he was a head coach at VCU from 2006 to 2009. He was a head coach at Alabama from 2009 to 2015. Uh, was an assistant with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Naismith, coach of the year, by the way, in 2020 with that Dayton team who could have won a national championship with Obi Toppin and then COVID ruined that for them. And I mean, I that is the biggest what if in recent college basketball history because Dayton is almost never going to be at that level again. They would have been a one seed that year. They had a real chance to win the national title and that got taken from them. I mean, obviously they couldn't control that, but Anthony Grant's doing a pretty good job down there. NCAA football video game talk. We do it next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, uh, yes, back with Rabot with Rabo and Co. Cantrell and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Extra programming reminder: we got the Sunday morning hangover uh, this week. It'll be uh, with. I don't think we're actually doing it this week because Nick Curran has a noon game, and uh, Phil Baker, of course, has a. Uh, kid on the way so we're still working on contingency plans as far as that is concerned but typically we're on from 10 to 12 on ESPN 680-1057 with Nick Phil and myself so we'll uh we'll catch you guys up on that as soon as we get more information as far as that show's concerned Texter NCAA football running read option or RPO with Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry give me those two players I don't care who the rest of the team is not a bad answer uh, we'll get into that in just a second. As a reminder, of course, the V Show coming up following us here on ESPN 680-1057. And then we will have the roundtable with Round Daddy from 3 to 6. We've got local programming every day on these airwaves from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. So let's talk about NCAA football. Of course, we saw the trailer for the video yeah, game yeah, last week. If, if you're anything topic. like I was going to say, if you're anything like me, we played a ton of NCAA football video games growing up. Uh, still break it out every now and then. I remember in college, there were a couple times that we would stay up for 24 hours we stay up all night playing those games and it was the absolute best i mean playing there's nothing better than playing video games with your friends and beating their butt and you know hopefully taking their money or bragging rights at the very least i, I didn't lose very often I, I'll, I'll brag on myself a little bit i didn't lose very often but so, so what's your go-to play if it's fourth and Ooh. ten game on the line what's your play call um mm. scott satterfield move no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm running. I'm running verts, and I'm throwing the A over the middle. Yeah, I'm throwing I was going to the say, tight end. He's always that's open. always the go-to is the 
Four verts, A. Um, Tight mesh, end's always open. Mesh spot because you can get, I think it's that's the play that you can get the running back out of the backfield on a shark wheel route. Wheel. That's shark wheel. Or shark, that's, that's what, the that, play the big cat always ran. I was going to say, I, take. when he did that, I was like, I I run that play. Am I Am I a bad coach? See, like, that's how down bad we were during COVID in 2020 is that millions of people tuned in to watch big cat play and say football on a stream. In today's age, there's so many streamers like that I don't even know about, like, I'll see clips of them and I'm like, how, like, do, how do people have time for to watch these people? Oh, they have time. And then I like remember back to COVID where I'm like, oh yeah, I did tune in to watch a mid 30s man play college football. Oh, of course, video I did. games. Oh, you better believe. The best I did. part was the he'd get a touchdown. Don't wake the baby. Don't, Don't wake the baby. baby. Don't wake the yes. baby. <laughs> That and was, then, like was, he would take, he took Toledo to a national title, got the oh key to the goodness. city. Like it, it was. Dude, crazy. there was so much that happened through that. That was that was peak quarantine. I think. Oh yeah, that yeah, was, was the best the part best. of quarantine, no doubt about it. Four three seven nine six eighty. Tell me what players from twenty fourteen to twenty twenty four. I guess over the last ten years that the NCAA football video game did not exist that you would have wanted to play with. Uh, Jason Entz just texted. I was in an NCAA football league with one hundred twenty people for years. We had coaches' contracts, polls, etc. Multiple seasons per year. Uh, we're getting it back together this year. Oh yeah, we'll talk. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Don't worry about that. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, Entz. Um, my favorite part of the game was just you, you can't be at Ohio State or Alabama or. Georgia or any of these elite programs. No, no, no. You're going to Texas State. You're yeah. going to Bowling Green. You're going to Akron, and you're making them a powerhouse. Who, who's your, who's going to be your team when this new game comes out? Because me I'm and a Bowling Green guy, about, right. so oh, yeah, I, I got to take my alma mater back, man. We got we've been down bad for the last four or five years in the football world. So the best part is the non-conference schedule. You scheduled the best teams in the history of the world, and then you go to the MAC, and it's like, okay, we're playing Kent State. Like, <laughs> I'll, come I'll, I think I'm going to go to. When I first get the game, and I'm like, all right, time to go rebuild some school. I'm going to Eastern Michigan. That's I'm going, another one. I'm going to Coastal Carolina. They Ooh. got the teal yeah, they, field. They've been too good lately, though. Nah, Liberty's kind of overtaking them with the yeah. Sun Belt and all that. But Dexter, quarterback power with Tebow was unstoppable. Oh, yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Nobody stopped them. One of my favorites was playing with West Virginia with Pat White and Steve Slate. Absolutely. West Virginia was probably the most fun team in NCAA football, <laughs> 07, 08. Pat White and Steve Slate. And, and you add in a little Noel Devine. Don't uh-uh. bring up Pat White to me. He did not work out well. Well, Miami. he was never supposed to be a great <laughs> He athlete. got hit once in preseason. He's like, all right, yeah, screw this. I'm playing baseball. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Dexter, <laughs> delay, draw up the middle. I'm Eddie Graham. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, poor guy. What? Uh, what team did like? Do you think we or that we missed slash on? players that like we really truly missed out the on the 2019 LSU team? No doubt yeah, about it. Joe right. Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. That's the best team Patrick maybe in the history. Queen. Of, that's the best team in the history of college football. They had a corner. I think Stingley was on that Darryl, team, right? Uh, not, yeah, not Daryl Stingley. Derek, Derek Stingley. Daryl Stingley was his uncle. They got that. Um, uh, that 2019 LSU team is the best offense I've ever seen. Uh, it, we would have scored if I had played with those guys in the football game in the oh video game. We would have scored 80 points a game, oh easy, and I wouldn't have even blinked. Uh, we're just throwing deep balls to Jamar Chase the entire game. Forget about it. You can't stop us. Uh, I'll tell you another guy that we kind of missed out on. I mean, Lamar Jackson's the obvious one. Yeah, I feel like we don't even have to bring up no, Lamar. Everyone just knows. Like, you know who we actually missed on? Kyler Murray. For that Ooh, one year yeah. in Oklahoma, when Kyler Murray was running around, he's like six foot tall. He, he's the fastest Don't dude in the game. Don't give him too much. He's yeah. like five nine. <laughs> I mean, ironic that we're talking about video games and Kyler Murray. Yeah. In the same sentence. Cause That's yeah. true. <laughs> but anyway, man, he was so good. Don't do you. too much, Kyler. <laughs> John, we did get Johnny Manziel. People brought up Johnny say, Manziel, but we got him in the last video game. Did we? Was it? 
It was Money Manzo. That was the fresh or his uh, Heisman year, right? That was a sophomore year. Was oh, it was the last a sophomore year. year. Right. Uh, Texer, got to go to a bad Power Five team. Think Vanderbilt. Absolutely, you got to go to Vanderbilt. Either go that, somewhere like that. I'm doing Coastal or Rutgers. That's my my go to because I'm gonna be. I won't change my coach. I'll be Greg Schiano till I die. I'm sorry, Ennis. I know you're probably hearing this and like pounding the table. Like Kyle like, Pitts would have been unstoppable. Absolutely, Kyle Pitts. People forget about this people team. Forget about, okay. I think it was 2017 Oklahoma. They had D.D. Westbrook, Hollywood Brown, Baker, Joe yep. Mixon. Joe Mixon, uh, Samaj P. Ryan, P. Mark Ryan, Andrews. Mark Andrews. That team um, was low, Their dude. line was good, too. They had Orlando Brown. I think Cody Ford was yeah. on that team. Boy, Lincoln Riley has really squandered a lot of good teams because he doesn't care about defense. <laughs> Caleb Williams would have been good in the game the last oh, couple yeah. of years. Uh, Justin Fields, we missed out on him. I was going to say, I would pick... Georgia, and then take out Fromm and just put Fields in because Fields' speed would just be yeah. crazy to play with. Texter, I was always Texas Tech and never ran the ball. Yep, I I played as Texas Tech a few times, <laughs> and of course we never ran the ball because you don't do that when you go to Texas Tech. We missed you, out you on, throw the ball 80 we missed times out on Patrick Mahomes. We, may, we did miss out on Patrick Mahomes. Yes, we did. Because no one really – like Because he wasn't a freshman, and I, no, he didn't get to campus till the next year. Yeah. Um, Texter 2019 LSU has to be one of the classic teams. Well, no Texter question. already mentioned uh, Derrick Henry, so I don't have to say that. Yeah, we don't have to say Derrick Henry. He was, I think, the last Ooh. running back to win the Heisman. David Montgomery. David Montgomery at Iowa awesome State. To play yeah. with. Mahomes and Mayfield. Yeah, remember they yeah. Mahomes and Mayfield played that game that was sixty six fifty nine. That basically like was a video 1200, game. Twelve hundred like total yards or something. Yeah, Mahomes I think had eight hundred <laughs> yards of offense and his team lost. <laughs> I would I would be screaming at everyone in the law. Come on, I'm doing my job. I was gonna say if I'm Patrick Mahomes and I put 59 points, I'm throwing hands with my defensive oh, players yeah. after the game. My gosh, at least the DC like Text, coach is catching yeah. hands. Texter Baker at Oklahoma was a sniper. Him and Tua were as accurate of college passers. Yeah, that that 2018 year, especially when you had Tua throwing deep balls to Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith and Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy. That's a classic team that we kind of missed out oh, on. Yeah. The 2020 Alabama team is another really good team with Najee Harris. Mac, Mac Jones was a game manager that year. Uh, Text. Georgia with Gurley, Sony Michelle, and Nick Chubb. Unbelievable yeah, back. That would have been a crazy Z- Ezekiel Elliott, Ohio State. Um, what he did those last three games is the best three game stretch by any running back in the we, history of college football. Did we miss out on the Alabama running back room of Henry, Yeldon, uh, Kenyon Drake, and then at the time it was a freshman Alvin Kamara? I think they might have been in the last game. I know TJ Yeldon was the starter in yeah. NCAA. 14 that's I think like Derek Hen- that was Derek Henry's freshman year so he was in the game but he wasn't fully formed Derek Henry yet we missed out on that we team. did get we got Jameis Winston I believe yeah Jameis the last year came out Florida State won the title yes but I don't think we got we didn't we get, didn't get a senior Jameis. yeah we didn't get senior uh stealing crabs like uh Jameis <laughs> yeah we didn't get that version I'm trying to think other Deshaun we Watson we didn't get Deshaun Watson guy. he we never did was not no uh Deshaun Hunter Watson Renfro. on the field Hunter Renfro yeah, Hunter Renfro, play, Hunter Renfro played for 20 years, and yet he still didn't play in the video game. <laughs> we never got a video game of Hunter Renfro. That, those are another classic teams, the 2018 Clemson team that whooped everybody that year. That's another classic Tyler team. Shuck in there? <laughs> I'm sure Tyler Shuck was in that. Jack Plummer, Jack Plummer was a freshman. No, I'm just kidding. No, J- Jack Plummer was a freshman back in 2005. So, yeah, um, he was obviously in the game. Sam Darnold ooh. missed him. A.J. Dillon at BC was really fun to watch. I would have loved to play with uh, Javion Hawkins, too. I know he didn't have the any NFL You know who career. would have been a good defensive player to have? Miles Garrett. Oh, my God, yeah. Miles Garrett was the number one pick in that, that 2017 draft that had Mahomes, and yet it wasn't the worst pick in history that the Browns 
passed well, on I, I, one of the three greatest quarterbacks of, potentially of all time, and they still got a Hall of Famer. Who was their QB Moscow. at the time when they did that? Was it in seventeen? Was that Kaiser and like? Yeah, it was would have been Kaiser. Like I think RG three had a stint on the six. Deshaun Kaiser, but nobody and, knew Patrick Mahomes in twenty seventeen. At, at was gonna Notre be Dame would have been good too. Texter, do you think they'll do something similar to Madden Ultimate Team where you, you can access former players? No, I'd like to see I, that. I think they are, they're doing that. I think I just saw a video this morning about that they'll do an Ultimate Team for college football. Texter, was before 2014, but Bobby had... Uh, no, Bobby wasn't on this team. That, what didn't coach this team. This was Houston Nuts team when he had Peyton Hillis, Felix Jones, and Darren McFadden. That was in 2007. Oh, that running back group. Man. I, I pl- would was play with... Darren McFadden on the cover? Yeah. Um, like, the next year? Am I... God, that's going to kill me. I think he might have been. I remember. Yeah, that sounds right. Man, I, I play, would play with those Arkansas teams, and we never threw the ball. Because their quarterback was Casey Dick. Have they ever heard of him? <laughs> no. Of course. There you go. Uh, Texer, Trevor Lawrence as a UK fan. Lynn, Bowden, Lynn Bowden's a great option. We had, we didn't even think about Lynn Bowden, but oh, he yeah. was a spectacular the player to watch. quotation marks quarterback. <laughs> sure, he was. Ran, uh, we did get Randall Cobb in the video game. I just yeah, remember when def- Randall Cobb he's, was quarterback. He's old. Um, yeah, they had the ultimate team in NCAA 14. So, yeah, my, my guess is they would absolutely do that nowadays. Lynn Bowden's a very good choice. Benny Snell, if we're talking Kentucky, that's another guy. But he guy. needs to have the like the spinny mouth guard yeah. in the game. Is there anybody else from Louisville outside of Lamar? Is it Jair? Just Jair Alexander, defensively. Um, yeah. I mean, he's, they're two O-linemen, but Mekhi Becton and Gary on Christian yeah. are very good. Uh, yeah. Lamar, Lamar, Lamar in just NCAA, trumps everyone. He is. We don't even have to talk about him because Lamar in NCAA video games back then would have been what Michael Vick was in Madden 04, where Michael Vick. No, it, there was I, a rule that you could not play. As I the was going to say there Madden would 04. there would have been a rule like, oh, I'm picking Louisville. Be like, no, Tanner, you can't pick. I I, I go here. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We used to have it where you couldn't pick the Falcons because Michael Vick in Madden 04 is the greatest oh, video man. game football character of all time. At the beginning of the year, the Dolphins were like on a banned list from me and my friend group because they're like dude they're just too fast like you can't yeah. do- and it's like all right fair enough like i i guess yeah um i'm trying to think we didn't miss out on i would have liked to no, see we didn't those miss out on jj but we missed out on tj watt, TJ on watt. End. yeah i would have liked to see those ohio state receivers marvin harrison jr chris Olave, oh my god Garrett yeah Wilson. i'm surprised we didn't talk about that yeah of that course team. justin fields i brought him up earlier ezekiel elliott i think is the obvious guy for me that's the guy that I would have liked to see. He would have been, I think, on the cover of Mad or NCAA 16. It would have been him or Derrick Henry. That would have been interesting. I, they might have picked Derrick Henry. Uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah, that's another good name on the list. So they also did one where they uh, did a thing where who would have been on the cover of every NCAA video games? Uh, Texter Terrell Pryor at Ohio State. Yeah, Terrell Pryor was great. He was in NCAA 11, and Terrell Pryor was unstoppable. He's another guy who's ahead of his time. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill did play in college at Oklahoma yeah, State at that time. Johnny. So here's the guys that would have been on the cover of NCAA football 15, the obvious choice, Johnny Manziel, no yeah. doubt. NCAA 16, Marcus Mariota, because he won the Heisman and took Oregon in the national title game. Yep. 17, Derrick Henry. 18, Lamar. 18 would have been Deshaun. Oh. And that Because he graduated. And then 19 would have been Lamar. They always pick him, picked him after they yeah, graduated. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Or they went to the NFL. So, Lamar would have been on the cover of NCAA 19. That would have been an obvious one. Uh, 20 would have been Kyler Murray. Yep, because he won the Heisman. And Kyler Murray was one of the most exciting college players ever. Joe Burrow, 21. Of course. Duh. Uh, 22, Trevor Lawrence. 
They said 23 would have been Jordan Davis, a defensive lineman. That's an interesting one because we've never, Ooh, I don't we think, forgot ever had about a those guys. Player. Yeah, those Georgia defensive players would have been unstoppable. Roquan Smith yeah, playing Roquan. him in coverage would have been sure. nuts. And then the last one would have been Mike Leach. Yeah, they would have done that, I think, for Mike Leach after he died last year. They should put Saban on the cover this year. That's my bold I wouldn't mind They'll it being Saban called Saban, like, like a like Madden. Madden. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad choice. Uh, so we got you covered. National College Basketball Talk, Cards and Cats, and we got NCAA football video games for you. How about that? Full length show here on Rebo and Co. Cantrell and Co. this week. Tomorrow we've got Jay Davis, Ben Roberts, and Jason Entz coming in studio. Uh, we'll have Biscuit for you on Friday. We thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for texting. I'm Zach Cantrell. We'll see you guys again tomorrow here on ESPN 680 1057.